0: Good morning, and welcome to the second episode of Talking with the Hawks podcast. This is a podcast by Hiltonia students about social-emotional learning and any other issues that affect staff and students here at Hiltonia. Today, we welcome a very lovely guest, Lauren Bredemeyer. She is from the Columbus Care Coalition. They deal with trauma-related issues. Good morning, Ms. Bredemeyer, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you
1: for having me.
0: Today, we have a few questions for you. What is the Columbus Care Coalition, and what do you do?
1: So, Care is a collaborative that addresses trauma and encourages hope and healing for individuals, families, and neighborhoods. So, one major thing Care does is we canvass after a traumatic event, Um, normally a homicide. So we go door to door in different communities to check in on neighbors and pass out information on trauma and resources. We also reach out to families of victims of gun violence, and we check to see how they're doing and offer to link them to counseling, food pantries, housing assistance, whatever they might need. Um, We have a team of social workers who go into schools and community centers to educate folks on the effects of trauma and how to navigate through the symptoms of it.
0: Yeah, I love that answer. So the second question is, how do you define trauma?
1: So trauma can look like a lot of different things, but I define it as when a person experiences a distressing or disturbing event. That could be the sudden loss of a loved one or an act of neighborhood violence. And trauma occurs when Extreme stress from that event impacts a person's ability to cope in day-to-day life. So individuals, families, and communities can all experience trauma.
0: Yeah. So our second question is, so the third question, sorry, is that what are the effects of trauma?
1: So... Symptoms of trauma could look like um, flashbacks, so seeing the event that happens, um, hypervigilance, you feel maybe constantly on edge or that you're not safe, um, anger, irritability, nightmares, change in sleep or appetite, not being able to focus, feeling disconnected or isolated from the people around you, um, or even physical sensations like headaches or stomach aches. Um, trauma that is left unaddressed can have physical health impacts, so trauma is linked to certain diseases and um, also certain mental health issues.
0: Yeah. So our fourth question is, how do you think violence impacts our community?
1: Violence and trauma impacts our communities by making people feel unsafe, making people Folks afraid and a feeling that the world is unsafe and that harm could come at any time causes people to isolate to stay in their homes um, for fear of being a victim of violence. That's actually something we hear a lot when we go out and canvas. Um, people don't feel safe in their communities, it can make people feel like they don't have control over changing things and feel hopeless.
0: Yeah. So, could you talk about the increase in gun violence amongst teens in Columbus, Ohio, and all across the country?
1: So, we've been seeing an increase in violence throughout our country, and this is true for Columbus as well. In 2021, we unfortunately broke a record for homicides that occurred in this city, and a quarter of those were people under 21, There are, of course, big emotional impacts for this. Um, Friends or family members lost. That's a huge impact on somebody, a young person. Um, And we're already in a really hard time for teens, right? With the pandemic, you guys have been isolated. um, And we're seeing a lot of teens struggle with depression and anxiety because of that already. And it's important to be considering how the impact of um, community violence has on our youth and how, we can connect our youth with positive influences and resources they need.
0: So now that we talked about gun violence, can you talk about how to prevent it?
1: I think there are a lot of things we can do. Um, There are practical measures we can take like um, gun safety, keeping guns locked away. Um, We pass out lock boxes, our organization does, so that guns can be secured in a home. People often turn to violence when they're isolated or they feel like they're out of options. So in the big picture, we want to make sure that people have access to the resources they need. So that could look like safe and affordable housing, access to healthy food, transportation, relationships and connections, um, positive opportunities. Having safe and good relationships is really important, especially for young people Um, and for our youth I think just noticing the signs that a friend um, is involved in trouble is important and having a safe adult to share those concerns with is really, really key.
0: Yeah. So our parting question is what leads up to violence in general and how can we prevent it?
1: I think there are a lot of factors, but lack of positive opportunities and positive social connections are a huge risk factor. Um, Our program really tries to go out into the community and educate folks on resources that are available. Columbus has a lot of great programs and opportunities for people to tap into, but it can be hard to get the word out about those things. Um, So that's one thing our program aims to do. I think another thing we can do is teach young people good conflict resolution skills in direct communication. So giving young people the tools to get through big emotions with their peers without using violence is really important.
0: Okay. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Tune in next episode with our next special guest. As always, thanks for listening and goodbye. Thanks for coming, Ms. Buttermeyer. Thank you.